All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Ion Fantasy Football. We are ready for week four. It is time to get those lineups set. We're coming to you live from the Quicken Loan Studios. National Mortgage Lender Quicken Loans. Apply simply, understand fully, and mortgage confidently. All right, we're live until midnight here telling you if, you know, Chris Carson, can he have another 30-carry game? Is there a Green Bay running back worth starting? Has there ever been a more lopsided score after one game than what Dave Richard is dealing with in one of our leagues? Let's find out. I am Adam Azer, and he is Dave Richard. Dave, I thought I was in bad shape. I think I'm down 46 to nothing, or 48 to nothing in that league. Oh, that's nothing. How you doing there? Oh, I'm down 112 to three. Uh, I did, I've I did never, not get off to a very good start. <laughs> I've never seen that. And the funny thing is you had two people going in that I game. I had doubt. It, it's nightmare scenario. I'm going to fall to uh, – I'm going to get another loss in this league. I'm I'm going to be one and three. That's how it goes, though. I started Dalvin Cook, and I started the Vikings defense because I didn't want to pick up another defense and cut somebody from my bench. My bench is pretty good, I have to admit. And I thought Dalvin Cook will get more than 10 carries and play more than 18 snaps against the Rams. And it turns out I was wrong. And I went up against Jared Goff, Adam Thielen, Brandon Cooks, and Dan Bailey. And Dan Bailey, who had a pretty good game. Adam combined, they had, <laughs> uh, tell me if I'm right, 26 touchdowns. That's what it feels uh, like. It anyway. does feel that way. It and feels that way. So I'm. I, would you like to know the rest of my team? Just to, you know, play with the idea of maybe I can make a ferocious comeback. I like it. Here. You have a good team. I've got Deshaun Watson, a quarterback. You know that he's got sky-high upside. I've got DeAndre Hopkins. That's his top target. James Conner, the running back for the Pittsburgh Steelers, since Le'Veon Bell is on an extended vacation. Jarvis Landry, these catches count in our league, so he's going to be helpful. O.J. Howard's my tight end. That's not anything great, but there is upside in the matchup. Why are you Chicago. telling? Like, it doesn't matter. You lost. Like, there's no way you can come back from this. What I'm hoping happens is that I don't lose by six. Yeah, I agree. Like, it's better there's to like lose a big. furious rally, and I get my hopes up, and I go, oh, maybe I can come back and pull off the greatest upset in the history of our fantasy football league, and instead, what do I do? I, you know, fall short. I would rather get blown out. You know, I already know that it's over. It feels like it's over. It's over. And enough about you. Enough I'm about you. Fine. Well, well, you're the, the one show. that brought it up. Uh, well, yeah, okay. We we got the point. Now we now we got to hear from the people. You know how it works. The people yes. matter on on Ion Fantasy Football. 855-212-4227. 855-212-4CBS. That's our number. And again, we're live until midnight. We'll take a ton of your phone calls. So please give us a call. In fact, the phone lines are are already full. We'll get to calls in just a minute. I don't know that there's a big story to lead off with. We'll get into some news and notes. There's but, a couple. All right, you know what I think the big story is? Jerry Jones says he doesn't think the Cowboys' offense is far from from being as good as the Rams' offense. So that's, that's hilarious. That's the big story? What's the big story? Um, are you, are for, you joking? I think that's just funny, Dave. What's, that's funny, but you said the big story. What Adam. is it? People have fantasy football championships to win. What is the and big story? And you're going to talk about what Jerry Jones is yapping about somewhere? Uh, Leonard Fournette saying that he was going to play on Sunday and then deleting the tweet where he said he was going to see everybody on Sunday. That makes me a little bit nervous. Randall Cobb getting hurt in practice this week. Now he's not necessarily expected to play against Buffalo, a great matchup for him. That would make me quite nervous after he should have had a huge game last week. Doug Baldwin coming back. There's already a report saying, don't expect him to be at 100%. Well, I've got Russell Wilson in some of my other leagues. That doesn't make me happy. 
But sure, let's talk about Jerry Jones and what he says. Oh, so. I'm just having fun, Dave. Come on, it's Saturday night. Kick it is back. Saturday night, but there are big stories, and fantasy football owners want to know what to do with their teams, and that's what we're here to do, dang it. Sounds like a guy who's losing 112-3, to three, if you ask me. All right, let's hear from the people. Let's hear what they have to say, what their big stories are. Let's go to David in New Orleans. Again, our number is 855-212-4227. David, what's up? You're on Eye on Fantasy Football. Hey, guys, how's it going tonight? What's up? Uh, I got a, a, a little uh, Chargers question, so to speak. It is a flex question, though. I already have Melvin Gordon and um, <clears throat> Keenan Allen as starters. Um, but I need a day that to rank these four as, a, as starters or, and or flexes. Mike Williams is actually one of these four players. I need two of these four, uh, um, actually for flex position. I'm sorry, two of these four for flex position. James White, Lamar Miller. Mike Williams and Breida. My problem is starting a third charger. Is that highly recommended or you wouldn't do that, Dave? I wouldn't mind doing it if I didn't have better options already on the team. And and what you've got cooking is better than Mike Williams. And Mike Williams should be fine, but I think his upside is a little bit limited compared to what Lamar Miller and Matt Breida give you in a non-PPR format, which it sounds like is what you have. You know, we haven't seen a huge game from Lamar Miller yet this mm-hmm. season and i think we're going to see it against indianapolis just a better matchup for the for the texans all the way around and matt burita still figures to be the primary back in a matchup against the chargers and if the 49ers are playing from behind with a weaker quarterback than what they've had you've got to figure they're going to lean on matt burita a little bit more so i like those two the best out of your group of four yeah now a couple things first of all matt burita apparently is game time decision we expect him to play right we do expect him to play, and I will add this. If for whatever reason he does not play, Adam, then I would turn to Mike Williams in that same game against San Francisco. I do think Phillip Rivers has his way with the 49ers. Yeah, oh, yeah. Top five quarterback this week, and that would presumably help Mike Williams. But Phillip Rivers has a way of lean going to his teammates when they haven't been fed in a while. And it's been a while since Keenan Allen has had a big game. Gates, touchdown Gates. This would I be the fourth like straight Antonio game finds the end zone that, the, that if this happens, that the Niners would uh, allow a touchdown to a tight end. But if you want to feel better about Mike Williams, for all you Mike Williams owners out there, uh, the Niners do allow the six most fantasy points to wide receivers. Six wide receivers in three games have scored double-digit fantasy points in non-PPR. That's a big game. It's happened six times in three games, and hopefully it will happen uh, again and again and again on Williams Sunday. Williams himself, Adam, has had a minimum of eight fantasy points in every game yeah. so far this season. It's That's very good. good. All right, let's go to Trey in New York. Numbers 855-212-4227. Trey, you are an eye on fantasy football. Yeah, um, I have a question about my team. I was wondering if I should make a trade for, like, a number – running back because I have um, my wide receivers I'm good I got Tony Brown Devontae Adams Travis Landry and then I flex like Tyler Boyd and um, Corey Davis but I got Deion Lewis and Jordan Howard so I was wondering if I should try to trade up or just stay patient with uh, Deion Lewis and uh, Jordan Howard and I got uh, Kerryon Johnson too yeah so your team sounds pretty good but I get the sense Trey that you want to go for the kill and make a deal that can really pay off. So here's what I would do if I were you. I would become the biggest Tyler Boyd fan in the world, and I would become either the biggest Deion Lewis or On Johnson fan in the world, or maybe even Jordan Howard. I want you to think about pairing Boyd, if he has a big game on Sunday, with one of your running backs to upgrade 
to one of the better running backs in fantasy. And it might only get you as far as this doesn't sound exciting, but Carlos Hyde. But that's the type of player that I think you could easily obtain in exchange for those two, assuming Howard isn't one of them. If you put in Howard, then we could talk about maybe Saquon Barkley, maybe even Ezekiel Elliott if he but, has, so Dave, has a rough you're game. saying Boyd and, like, Carrion Johnson for Carlos Hyde? The move for Trey is to do a two-for-one yeah. where he trades his depth at wide receiver along with a weaker running back to upgrade to a better running but the, back. But I just don't think that's a big enough upgrade from Carrion Johnson to Carlos Hyde. You seem to like carry on Johnson. He's the best guy in that backfield by far. I do not also, I don't want to give up my running back death if, if I'm making a trade. I I think the but first you're getting thing a running do, back, Adam. I I agree, but but I agree, but I'd like to add to the depth. I guess I'm saying. I, I mean, I wouldn't mind going like in your cases. I think Jarvis Landry's in for a huge season now with Josh Gordon out. In in Trey's case, I wouldn't mind going Devontae Adams straight up for um, Kareem Hunt. Or someone, someone in the top ten. I wonder. Back. All right, so let's go along your train of thought for a second. I wonder if someone would give up Joe Mixon right now yeah. for Devontae Adams. I think it's. I mean, look, I, I drafted Adams before Mixon, but I think just with the landscape of what wide receiver looks like, what running back looks like right now, I'd take Mixon over Devontae Adams. I think it's real close. If if you have the wide receiver depth, which he does, I would. I'd love to also try to get Geo, but you know that's another that's another topic. Let's go to Andrew in Minnesota. Andrew, what's up? You're on Eye on Fantasy Football. Hey, guys. This is a call stemming from last week. I had told you my running back depth, and you had told me to call, trade for a wide receiver, too. Um, I don't know who I should move, and you only heard a few of the running backs that I have. Um, I'm still, I currently have James Conner, Mixon, uh, Christian McCaffrey, uh, Leonard for uh, I'm sorry, not Kareem Hunt. Uh, Jim Connor, Leonard Fournette, Kareem Hunt, Joe Mixon, the Joe Mixon, Christian McCaffrey, Mark Ingram. Um, you have all these guys, Andrew. It and sounds like you've got the best back running back injury, depth of anybody on the history Stan of the Pat play. Play a little defense. Uh, Mike Evans and Corey Davis are my other receivers. Yeah. I, so we didn't get all of that, Andrew. Um, you have all of those guys. You have Connor, Mixon, McCaffrey, Fournette, Hunt. Yes, and Mark Ingram. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I your want price. you to build my teams, Andrew. Get, when you've got running backs like that, your team's loaded. Yeah. You want to trade one of them to go and and get a great wide receiver? I would say Fournette or Ingram are probably your two best bets because Fournette's already banged up, and we don't know what Ingram's going to be when he comes back. Trade any running back for any wide receiver, basically. I mean, aim as high as you want. I mean, I'm not going to trade one of them for Corey Davis. <laughs> Although <laughs> I think, I think he, he has said Corey, he had Corey Davis. Davis. Yeah. Well, then you definitely can't that. trade for him. Uh, 855-212-4227. Where are these people getting all these running backs? I don't have them. Adam in Orlando. Adam, you're on Ion Fantasy Football. Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, I just have a roster question. I'm in a full point PPR 12-team league. I have Julio Jones and Keenan Allen. I'm 1-2. and two. If I go 1-3, and 1-4, and four, is it time to panic on Julio Jones? Do I make a move? And if so, who am I targeting? Uh, and that's pretty much it. Thanks, guys. Well, I, who you're targeting two weeks from now, if Julio Jones has two more bad games, is a lot different than who you're targeting now if you have Julio Jones. If you're trying to trade Julio Jones right now for a, a running back, let's say, I still think you can get pretty much uh, most of the good running backs, maybe not necessarily the elite guys, Jordan Howard, Kareem Hunt, Leonard Fournette. I think they're all within range. I think you could also trade them straight up for – 
any quarterback plus another wide receiver back to replace him on your roster. I'm going to give him – I mean, listen, it's Julio Jones. He's you should Julio. probably give him more than two more weeks, but give him two more weeks. The problem is, is that if he has two more bad weeks, no one's going to give you Jordan Howard or Kareem Hunt or Leonard Fournette from him. You're probably looking at more somebody like Matt Breida, uh, Kenyon Drake, maybe Jay Ajayi, and you're just going to be sick to your stomach. I think you've already made the commitment to Julio Jones. The one thing you could do is find another receiver to stash on your bench where in case Julio just turns out to be this total dud, fine, you bench him and you go with the other receiver. So double-check to see if Chris Godwin is out there. He's still available in a ton of CBS leagues. He's going to end up being a factor in Tampa Bay. We've already seen it happen. I think it'll continue. Find somebody like that that's got lots of touchdown upside and certainly lots of just upside in general to make some big plays if Julio doesn't make big plays. Julio, you know, he's going to be fine. You can't sell low on these guys. That's a terrible idea. He's He, puts, he has huge games, then he has some quiet games, but Julio Jones is fine. Uh, we're going to take a break here on Ion Fantasy Football. 855-212-4227 is the number. When we come back, we'll update you on some of those important injuries you need to know and take more of your calls. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Ion Fantasy Football is back. Yeah, welcome back. Live until midnight Eastern, Adam Azer and Dave Richard here on Ion Fantasy Football. Dave is our senior writer, senior fantasy writer for CBSSports.com. And how you doing? How's your Saturday going, Dave? I don't feel like you're having a great Saturday. Well, I'm having an awesome Saturday, actually. Spent a lot of time with the family. Good. Relaxing a little bit, getting ready before week four resumes. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, and, you know, looking forward to this show tonight. So let's let's keep it rocking. Good, good, good. 855-212-4227. 855-212-4CBS. That's our number. I'm also having a great Saturday. Thank you very much for asking, Dave. Um, so when I said at the top of the show, I didn't feel like there was that big story to lead with. I still don't really feel that way. I think it's because of all the questionable injury situations. I'm not sure that there's a guy out there that's unowned that people can pick up. You know what I mean? It's like we we kind of we've got all those replacements at this point. Hmm. So you know, Yeldon's owned. Uh, well, he's actually sixty-seven percent owned. So maybe you want to take a shot on him. Is T.J. Yeldon going to play tomorrow? Well. I don't know if he will because he was also on the Jaguars injury report, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, I think he may have been taken. I, I think T.J. Yeldon's good to go. So he's 67% on There's just nobody I can really recommend right now picking up. But what you've got some guys, right? What yeah. if there was a guy, a running back, that maybe you could stash for a week? Yes. Who is available in like 98% of CBS Sports leagues. I'm interested in that running just back. Just to take the chance on him. Please say his name now. Maybe next segment. <laughs> what? Yeah, that's right. I'm going to make you wait. His first name begins with an R. Maybe. And his last name begins with either a J or a T. Or both? Maybe. All right, fine. Maybe Next segment. Next segment, we'll, uh, we'll tell you who to stash. Let's go to the phones. Uh, CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line, 855-212-4227, is brought to you by Geico. And great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to Geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. Josh in Massachusetts. Josh, you're on Ion Fantasy Football. Hey, guys. How you doing? I uh, love the show. Love the podcast. Uh, I have a you. flex question. This is a non-PPR uh, league. I have uh, Chris Hogan, Buck Allen, Corey Davis, and Antonio Callaway. Man, oh, Manischewitz, that's a rough group. It really is because Hogan hasn't done anything for you other than the Jacksonville game. 
and the the rest of the team is is pretty brutal there. I gotta, I hate to be so candid. They're gonna light it up the way it is. I, I can tell you the rest of my team. I got a pretty good team. I, I believe you. I don't want to hear it. I I think <laughs> the best guy to go with. This isn't the exciting. The exciting answer is Antonio Callaway. There's no question about it. He had a bunch of targets last week. A lot of them came from Tyrod Taylor. But I think you're going to see Baker Mayfield lean on him. Not quite as much as Tyrod did last week, but certainly a bunch with a lot of deep targets. In fact, maybe he's just the one you go with. I was going to say Buck Allen, but he's not exciting and he's touchdown dependent. I like him better in PPR than non-PPR. I don't like Hogan that much. Have a little fun. Go with Callaway. Boomer bust. Oh, I could give you something fun. The Ben Roethlisberger stat. I gave it on the Saturday edition of the Fantasy Football Today podcast, but not on Friday or, or Thursday when we previewed the game. Ben Roethlisberger, and you know this maybe this helps Buck Allen because it could be a high-scoring game. Sure. Uh, he's got, over the last three seasons, including this season, including last week at Tampa Bay, nine primetime games, Thursday night, Sunday night, Monday night. In those nine games, in a six-point per passing touchdown league, Ben Roethlisberger is averaging 30 fantasy points per game. That's huge. Four of those nine games were at home, and in those four home games, he's averaged 37.5 fantasy points per game. If he, if he throws five touchdown passes, it would not surprise me. Like, he is going to have a huge game. Antonio Brown, Dave, Antonio Brown's going to have 202. Did you see my quarterback rankings? They are updated. Oh, no. Do you, do you think I made a change and put, like, Ryan Tannehill at the top? I think Ben Roethlisberger is at the top. Big Ben is numero uno. Hey, all right. That's like up five spots, isn't it? Oh, uh, yes, it is. Oh, and Jamie put him there too. I take responsibility for this because I gave you guys that stat yesterday. Do you really think you're the only one that has the data yes. on Ben Roethlisberger in primetime? You really don't think well, I can Well, then why did you wait so long? Because the matchup against Baltimore is too good. I know, but like, why did it take so long? Okay, you know what? I You can give me credit later. Jason in Pennsylvania, 855-212-4227. Jason, what's up? You're on Eye on Fantasy Football. Hey, guys. I was offered this trade, uh, Mike Evans, Drake, Jamal Williams for Alan Robson, Giovanni Bernard, and Joe Mixon. And I was wondering, uh, the reason I was thinking about doing this trade because I have Barkley, Fournette, and Mixon, and Evan Ingram. They're all on by on week nine. Mm. So I'd be stuck with uh, Penny or Chris Thompson for my starter trip. Yeah, I, I, I think it's probably... I hate giving up Mike Evans, especially after the way he started. But I think Kenyon Drake's going to end up being a headache, and I think Jamal Williams is going to be the one too. So let's just let's just pretend that it was just Evans and Drake for those three guys. You're basically getting the Bengals' backfield for the rest of the season, and you're going to get the best of what's to come with Allen Robinson. Oh no, I like it, it for it's actually the other way around. Sorry. Oh, you're getting Evans. Yeah, and, and Drake. Drake. Why don't you see if you can get something better than Jamal Williams? And upgrade on Jamal Williams. And then you've got the stud in Evans. Evans is the best player in the deal right now. If Joe Mixon comes back and somehow looks like he never had arthroscopic surgery, then he would end up being the best player in the deal. David in Illinois, 855-212-4227. David, you're an eye on fantasy football. How are you guys? Hey. Hey. I have a question about Keenan Allen. Hey. Do you guys trust that he is going to play all four quarters I was able to pick up both Mike Williams and Ridley this week. So did I plug and play with Mike Williams and pull Keenan Allen just based on his history of injuries, or do I leave him in and Ridley in? 
and leave Williams on my bench. Yeah, I, th I think you're getting too cute by pulling Keenan Allen out just because you think he might not play four quarters, be it because of the knee or he also has a tooth injury. From what I understand, maybe the, injury. Maybe, you know, I don't know. Maybe he's got a, you know, something wrong with one of his incisors, and they pull him out of the game. The other reason why they could pull him out is because they're blowing out San Francisco. All right, so you're starting Keenan Allen. You're starting, you're starting Keenan. Would Allen. you start Mike Williams or Calvin Ridley? I would go with Ridley. I think he's okay. got more upside than Mike Williams. We've seen that over the last couple of weeks. All right, eight five five two one two four two two seven. JD in California. JD, what's up? What's up, guys? Uh, I got a twelve team half point PPR down big already because of a uh, cup and golf yeah welcome but, to my uh, world man yeah i need to figure out who, who to sit out of the these four i got uh kenyon drake um sony michelle philip Lindsay, and antonio callaway you have to sit one yeah he said he had to sit one yeah and to me it comes down to sony michelle or antonio callaway and because he's down big i think you've got to go with the high upside of callaway and the fact that he can take one play to the house. Whereas I think Sony has that potential. I'm just not sure we're going to see that against the Dolphins. All right, we're going to uh, get a sports update in a bit. we got some really good college football games going on right now. you got to hear about, it. obviously, a big day in Major League Baseball as well. But I want to talk to you before we do that, before we go to break, and we'll take many, many phone calls in our next segment, 855-212-4227. I want to talk to you about Sony Michelle. Uh, I wonder if now is the last chance you get to buy low on him. How do you feel about him rest of the season? Why isn't Sony Michelle going to have a huge season now that Rex Burkhead is on IR? Well, he can, but we need to kind of see it first. You're right. The, the buy low window on Sony Michelle will probably close, if not this week against Miami, certainly within the next two weeks when they take on the Colts and then the Chiefs. By the end of week six, Sony Michelle should be rolling. So if you're a fantasy owner out there that's that's getting by with your running backs and you want a third one, that's going to be great. Sony Michelle is the one to trade for. His value is low. You're absolutely right about it. But he's not going to be the every down guy. He's not going to have the type of role that Deion Lewis had last year unless something happens to James White. How many carries a game? Right now, I think he's going to be right around where he's been, which is around – he had 14 last week, so I'll say 14. They didn't have the ball. They had the ball for like 21 minutes, 22 I minutes. Still, I, I think I, he's 17, 18 carries. He could get there. And goal line wins. work. He, well, I'm not sure he's going to have that role. All right, who, not all the time. How about Carryon Johnson? Who of those two, who's got the chip? And let's throw Chris Carson in there. Three running backs that have value, sure. But could any of them be great must-start guys? All three of them could be. Who's great got the best chance? Guys. I mean, we're already there with Chris Carson. After this last game, of course, because okay. it looks like the coaching staff trusts him. He's going to have to make a mistake in order for him to fall out of favor and for Rashad Payne to come back in and split those reps. I'm worried that Carrion Johnson might never get there because the coaching staff in Detroit has always liked using multiple running backs. He might have a 60-40 split over Riddick and Blunt, but I don't know if he's ever going to be the goal line guy and the third down guy on top of being the primary running back guy. Okay, so he's last on that list here. He is for me right now. I on Fantasy Football is back. All right, we have uh, gotten rid of the rock music. All right, getting a little hip, more hip. I can dig it. I'm, you know me, Dave. I'm dancing to the music in here. I hope you are as well, at least moving your shoulders a little bit. I'm bopping my head. Good, good stuff. Uh, welcome back to Ion Fantasy Football. Saturday night, we are live until midnight Eastern, taking your phone calls. A lot of calls in this segment, 855-212-4227. We got a whole nother hour coming up after this one. 
And I want to remind everybody to watch CBS tomorrow. CBS's Super Bowl season continues with a great doubleheader. First, we got the undefeated Dolphins going to New England for an AFC East showdown where the Patriots will be hungry for a win after two straight losses. Then it's Drew Brees coming off an exciting overtime winning touchdown and setting the NFL's career completion record. He goes... uh, From New Orleans to New York to battle Eli and the Giants. The day kicks off with the NFL Today presented by Jeep at 12 Eastern, 9 Pacific. Dave, of those two games, which one are you more excited for? I'm interested in that Saints-Giants game because I'm I'm not sure what to think of the Saints' pass rush yet. I think their pass secondary is in big trouble. I'd like to see Eli Manning take advantage of that. One of the sneaky sleepers for week number four. Yeah, yeah, for sure. If you need a quarterback, you can turn to Eli Manning. The Saints, I believe they are giving up the most fantasy points to quarterbacks. If not the most, it's close. And they're definitely giving up the most fantasy points to wide receivers. So I know we like Sterling Shepard quite a bit in this game. Uh, How about some sleepers at each position, Dave? And again, the number 855-212-4227. Give me a couple sleepers at each position. Well, I mentioned Eli Manning. I think he's absolutely one. I think Joe Flacco is also a great sleeper going up against that Steelers defense that everybody seems to put up big numbers against at running back. and, And I'll lean toward PPR here. Austin Eckler should get a little bit more work than he typically does, especially if it's a blowout in the Chargers' favor. But even if it's not, minimum 10 touches for him. Buck Allen, you know he's working the goal line. He's also the third down back for Baltimore. So I think he could pick up four catches, get some decent yardage, not great yardage, but find the end zone to help people out if you're in a pickle. Maybe you need to replace Christian McCaffrey or Adrian Peterson in your lineup this week. Wide receiver sleepers, there's one that's kind of obvious. It's Chris Godwin with Tampa Bay. The fact that he's still available in so many CBS Sports Leagues is incredible. But let's go with a real sleeper. Jakeem Grant of the Miami Dolphins isn't getting a ton of targets, but is making a lot of big plays. And he's going up against a Patriots defense that's been atrocious against the past. They are going to have a very hard time handling his speed in that AFC East showdown. And two more sleepers, both at tight end, both if you're streaming. David Njoku might have been dropped in your league. Go pick him up. Baker Mayfield has a good track record of leaning on his tight end. And Austin Hooper going up against Cincinnati. Bengals have not been great against tight ends. And I think Hooper could find the end zone this week. I like him as a great streaming option. And Hooper has a good matchup next week as well. So if you want a sleeper for two weeks. Look, the truth is he doesn't usually do that well. But... That's the state of tight end. If you either have one or you don't, you're looking for streamers. Austin Hooper, you could do worse. In fact, week two, he had a very good game with uh, five catches, 59 yards, and a touchdown. He will get uh, Pittsburgh next week. They allow the most fantasy points. Actually, look at his next three games. Austin Hooper, Cincinnati at Pittsburgh and Tampa Bay, three of the seven worst teams against tight ends thus far. Uh, Dave, before you give me two busts at each position, tell me the running backs who are barely owned that need to be picked up right now? Well, the one that's, that we alluded to in the previous segment is Robert Turbin. He's suspended for week four, just as he was suspended for the first three weeks in the season. But think about those Colts running backs. Who stepped up there? The answer, nobody. And he's got a nice physical run game to him. He's served as the short yardage goal line guy before. So I like him. And I'm going back to a running back that I was over the moon for back during the offseason and training camp, and that's Ronald Jones of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tampa Bay doesn't have a solution at running back right now. Peyton Barber has grossly disappointed. Could Ronald Jones really be that much worse? I think you're going to see Tampa Bay make a move, at least a little bit of a shift toward him coming out of their bye week. And maybe Ronald Jones ends up being a factor for fantasy owners before this season. Yeah, and listen, Jameis Winston is worth stashing. If Fitzpatrick has a bad game, they go into their bye, they might come out with Winston in week five. And the weapons are just sensational. So 
Fitzpatrick's doing great. I don't think Winston's going to do this well. I don't think anyone's going to do this well. But, um, yeah, he's he's. I think he's, last I checked, he's about 30% on CBS League, so take a look at Jameis. All right, Dave, we're going to do busts in our next segment. Right now, I want to take some calls. 855-212-4227. Real quick, I want to give a shout-out to our producer, Ryan Hickey. Ryan, what's up, dude? Yes. How you feeling over there? A little stressed. All right, we're listen, hanging in. So, so I'm in the studio. We got this big thing of soundproof glass. And then on the other side of it, we got Ryan. And he, where'd you go to college, Ryan? Penn State. Penn State. You got your Penn State shirt on. Every week I come in here, you got your Penn State. I hope you wash that thing. Uh, it's obviously your good luck shirt, which is great because I have one of those too. Um, you, little do you know, it's fourth and one right now, so he does not even listening to me. Oh, big play, Penn State. Uh, anyway, little does he know, I took a video recording of him during Penn State's last touchdown going absolutely bonkers. And maybe I'll share it on Twitter. It's pretty epic, but I'll prove it with him first. So congratulations. I know you're having a fun time tonight. A lot of fun. Yes. A lot of fun. Stressful fun, and that's what sports is all about. Now let's get some fantasy questions. We're going to do rapid fire. Don't say hello. Don't ask how we're doing. We are doing great, and we appreciate your listening. Um, We're just going to get your question. One question per customer. Dave's going to give you an answer, and we'll move on. Let's start here with George in California. George, go. Uh, Non-PPR. I uh, need one guy, Doug Baldwin, Chris Godwin, Kenny Stills, Carrion Johnson, or Alf Morris if Reed is out. Thanks. I'm going to go with Chris Godwin. I think the touchdown, streaks continue, touchdown streak continues against Chicago. Ooh, Godwin over Breida. Yes. Okay. And, hey, real quick, Dave, give me your thoughts on Doug Baldwin this week. I'm nervous about him. First game back probably has some rust to knock off. There's already reports saying that he's not close to 100%. I would, I would not try and start him. 855-212-4227. Chris in Chicago. Chris, go. Alfred Morris or Roy Freeman in a 10-team standard. Thanks. I'm going to go with Freeman. I like the matchup better for him against the Chiefs than Alf against the Chargers. That's how you do it. Good question. Craig in the car. Oh, Craig, what's going on? Oh, okay, you remember. Uh, <laughs> I don't understand these questions. Like, I feel like someone's playing a big trick on me. No, I mean, if if we didn't have to go rapid fire, I could actually, you know, take a little bit of time to discuss the league, which I think you would find interesting. Can you send us uh, a, a podcast email? Uh, no, yeah, I could absolutely do that. All right. Um, and I, you know, this normally isn't who I am, but I, uh, I I'm sorry. I, I am happy that you guys replaced Jamie. Um, that's, it's not like me to hold grudges or anything, but, uh, uh, I, I'm sorry. You, you, you're aware we got off on the wrong foot, but uh, the new individual, he's doing a fantastic job. Uh, the question was Terry Bradshaw or Peyton Manning. <laughs> yeah, because I think you misinterpreted Jamie. I think he was trying to have a little fun. He just We're so confused by the league that he had no idea what to say because Craig plays in a league where you start like former players and we just don't get it. How but, does the scoring work for that? Uh I think I think we have to I think I think we have to ha- just have it in email form and we'll read it on our podcast. Is that cool, Craig? Uh, ab- absolutely. Unless you know, if if the other guy would really like to know, I you know I'd be more than happy. But we would love to, but we just haven't gotten to enough calls today. And we got a full board of calls, so I'll say Peyton Manning. Does that work? Uh, okay, absolutely. I appreciate your input. Thank you, Craig. Very much appreciated. <laughs> so strange. What just happened? I don't. I don't know. Every week, I just like I don't get it. I wish I do. I wish I could help the guy. 855-212-4227. Ernest in Texas with a question about active players. Ernest, go. 
Oh my goodness! Oh, uh, hi there, guys. Uh, <laughs> What's up, cousin, cousin Ernest? Guy, How are you, buddy? <laughs> I know. I was going to call you cousin other guy. Okay. <laughs> cousin other guy. Yes. <laughs> Distant cousin. That's Mr. Richard, sir. You know it, Ernest. Anyway, what do you got? Yes, sir. Okay, so uh, Disney Two. Uh, trying to decide. Uh, flex spot, standard league. Uh, I got uh, Manuel Sanders, Mike Williams, Tyler Boyd, or Marvin Jones. Thanks for letting me. Have a good evening. Yeah, Ernest, it's got to be Emmanuel Sanders first and foremost. And then I like the potential of Tyler Boyd in what should be a high-scoring game. And I like his specific matchup against Atlanta, so I would pair him with Emmanuel Sanders. Jamie's in Fresno, California. Jamie, you're on eye on fantasy football. Thanks for taking my call. Um, I'm a, it's a standard uh, scoring. Uh, I'm looking for a flex spot. It's that of uh, David Johnson, Emmanuel Sanders, and um, Allen Robinson. It's I'm going to go with Emmanuel Sanders for you, too. And I know that's surprising given David Johnson and, and where you drafted him. But until we see Johnson have a huge game, he's not quite as big of a must start as he would be before. Sanders against the Chiefs, I feel much better. About. Right. It's, that's the other part of it is like Sanders could definitely have a huge game this week against the Chiefs. Uh, Don in Florida, 855-212-4227. Don, you're an eye on fantasy football. Yeah, guys, I got Drew Bledsoe and Vinny Testaverde. <laughs> uh, well, now, do you have Vinny Testaverde early career or Vinny Testaverde toward the end? <laughs> no, late career. Late okay, career. then you got to go with Bledsoe. Unless it's yeah. Bledsoe late career, that wasn't right. so hot. Uh, I'm in a bit of a tough spot. My best two players were uh, McCaffrey, he's on by, and Mixon, he's out. So uh, Some of these names are going to be low on the list here. I need to start four in a full PPR, okay? Uh, carry on Johnson, Matt Breda, Derek Henry. Ted Ginn, uh, Jordan Wilkins, uh, Naheem Hines, uh, Seal Jones, Rhett Ellison, and Ido Smith. Uh, which Jones was it, Adam, did you catch? Because the first three names I'm good to go with. Before Karen, just Johnson. ask Don, which Jones was it? It was Seal Jones. Oh, Ricky, Ricky Seal Jones. Jones. In a PPR, I will go with Ricky Seals-Jones along with Ted Ginn, along with Matt Burita, and Carrion Johnson. There you go. Yeah, their first two names are pretty good. Carrion and... and uh, and Matt Breida, you can be comfortable with those. Don, thank you very much. I mean, look, I don't know about Carrion Johnson, but he's got a chance. He's got a chance. No Sean Lee could help him a lot. Uh, 855-212-4227. All right, rapid fire for reals, people. Chris in Chicago. Chris, go. Hey, guys. Love the show. Um, I have a flex question, half PPR. Uh, I got Royce Freeman, Buck Allen, Kenny Stills, or uh, Chris Ivory if uh, he starts, I guess. Yeah, he probably won't. He probably won't. It looks like LaShawn McCoy will play against the Packers. I'm going to go with Kenny Stills in a half PPR to make plays against that Patriots secondary. Thank you very much, Chris. Jason in Portland. Jason, you're on Eye on Fantasy Football. Hey, guys. Love the show. Uh, Thanks. Dynasty trade question. Uh, keep keep everybody. I'm undefeated in the league. I got Doug Baldwin and Quincy Inunua. I'm being offered Amari Cooper and Ryan Grant. I, I think you do it. I don't think there's any question about it. Baldwin could be starting near the end with the knee injuries. And yeah. as interesting as Anunua is, Cooper does still have long-term appeal, even though right now he's going in a slump. All right, 855-212-4227. We'll get one more call in here before the end of the hour. we got another hour coming up. Isaiah in Maryland. Isaiah, go. How are you guys doing? Uh, Cooper Cup versus Doug Baldwin, rest of the season, standard league. It's <laughs> Cup, and it's not even What? Close. Oh, I – Really, Dave? Yeah. Wow. And I'm not being – I don't think I'm overreacting to what I saw. I don't think so either. But the fact that you said it's not even close caught me off guard a little bit. Isaiah, great question. 
Boy, buying into those Rams, huh? You have to at this point. Great yeah. coaching, great quarterback, great receivers, and Cup just gets these cherry-picked matchups every single week. It, what a game on Thursday. What a start to the week, Dave. How fun was that? It was fun until I Forget checked it. out Twitter and saw I was down 109 just points. Just enjoy it. You know what? It's great for fantasy because we're having so much fun with all these points. But remember, you're not out of it. There's going to be a lot of points scored this weekend. You're not out of it unless you're Dave and you're down 112 to three. As long as you're not down Thanks. by 109 points, you're going to be fine. In hour number two, we'll talk about some busts at each position. So get ready for that. And we're always going to be answering your questions. So call us up at 855-212-4227. Stick around. One more hour of Ion Fantasy Football is coming up next. Ion Fantasy Football is back. And this is our number two of Ion Fantasy Football here on CBS Sports Radio. We are coming to you live from the Quicken Loan Studios. National mortgage lender Quicken Loans. Apply simply, understand fully, mortgage confidently. So glad to have you with us on Saturday night. Hope you've been listening from the start. We still got an hour of fantasy talk for you. I am Adam Azer. Dave Richard is our senior fantasy football writer. Senior citizen now. Just senior fantasy football writer for uh, CBSSports.com. What's up? Old man Dave? I'm not that old. <laughs> Ow, my hip. <laughs> what are you, 41? I am 42. 42, all right. It's a good age. Uh, how you doing, Dave? I'm doing all right, man. Feeling good? Excited. You, you know, normally this time I'm fast asleep. I'm dreaming about football, but now I'm talking about it with everybody, helping people rock and roll in week four. Yeah, uh, let me tell you who the most added players on CBSSports.com leagues are. Can you know who number one is? Most added player. The most added player, I would imagine, Tyler Boyd or Calvin Ridley would make. That. Tyler Boyd is number two. The Ooh, Seahawks DST is number one. <laughs> They're playing Arizona, <laughs> of course. They are ninety percent owned. I I hope you sat the Vikings or the Rams, but what do you think about the Seahawks? About the Packers? Chargers were dropped in a lot of leagues. They were they were at one point about 75% owned, another 97% owned. Yeah, you got to go get them right now. Uh, Chargers are my number two DST. Seahawks are my number three going up against Josh Rosen and the Cardinals. I don't think that that's a trap game. The, the typical rule I follow is I love playing the matchups with DSTs when it's a defense that I think is good. The defenses that are not good, for example, a lot of people are, are rolling with the Lions this week. I've got to move them down in my rankings. I, I don't think they're a very good defense, and they're going to be without Ziggy Ansah, which makes their pass rush even worse. That's a DSC I would stay away from because it looks like a good matchup, and you want to play the matchups. It's part of fantasy football. But if your DST stinks, it doesn't matter whether the matchup's favorable or not. You're just not going to be any good. The Browns' DST is interesting. That's 60% own. Yes. They're Go interesting, though. I'm a little worried that, that Oakland... I don't know. I feel like Oakland might... Because originally I thought it was going to be a really close game. I feel like they might blow them out. Like a little back to reality for, uh, uh, for the Browns. I don't know. I, I really like Baker Mayfield. I think he's I do a very too. good quarterback. And I'll tell you what, in deeper leagues, I'm stashing him. Mm-hmm. It, when I can. I'd rather have Robert Turbin than Baker Mayfield at this point, which is a weird sentence to say. I didn't think I'd be saying that in week four, but here we are. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do believe that, that Cleveland's defense is good. And I think Cleveland's offense could match their defense. Lo and behold, the Browns might exit week four with a winning record. When's the last time they had a winning record after week four? Adam? I have no idea. Can uh, I find out for you? I'm going to say like four years ago. Dave, the number is 855-212-4227, 855-212-4CBS. I want to get two busts at each position. 
from Dave Richard. First, let's hear from some of our listeners. Aaron in Reading, Pennsylvania. Aaron, what's up? You're an eye on fantasy football. How you doing, guys? I need um, two running backs out of these four, and I am down big after Thursday night's game. Um, I've got David Johnson, Isaiah Crowell, Sonny Michelle, or uh, Carrion Johnson. I need to play two of those four. You're going with the Johnsons, David and Carrion, and it's not necessarily because they've got the most upside, although I could make the argument that they do. I just think they're your two best running backs. I wish you had a running back that was just dripping with upside that you just put in your lineup and say, okay, go get him. I don't think Sony Michelle is that guy, not this week. If just totally unrelated, if Leonard Fournette doesn't play, where would you rank TJ Yeldon? He would probably be he would probably be on the fence of a number two fantasy running back. We've seen him in the past couple of weeks. He's been okay. The matchup against the Jets should be decent. I mean, you saw what Carlos Hyde did to him last week, so I'd think that that he would have a chance to put up some numbers. But remember, Corey Grant is in that backfield as well. There would be a tandem if Leonard Fournette does. Would you put Carrion Johnson ahead of Yeldon? Uh, yes, absolutely. Okay, 855-212-4227. What do you think about Jay Ajayi playing through a fractured back? Don't worry about the back other than uh, the obvious, which is if he takes a big hit to the back, then that would obviously take him off the field. I think he's going to continue to see his usual workload. Gets about 60% of the snaps for Philadelphia. I like him as a flex running back more so than a number two guy. Paul in Brooklyn. Paul, you're an eye on fantasy football. Hey, guys. Yes, I do have all these guys on my bench. Need one flex. (laughs) Lindsey, Brita, Aaron Jones, James White. Or uh, Sonny Michelle. One for, uh, I'm sorry, one for running back. Let's go with the NFL, the guy tied for the lead in NFL rush yards. It's Breida going up against the Chargers. He should continue to He's get healthy, a nice 100%. Workload. I think so. I think he'll be healthier than Alfred Morris. And Morris is basically a touchdown or bust guy anyway. The other running backs you have are really good. If, if you're down big this week and you want somebody with a lot of upside, I think Philip Lindsay would qualify. All right. Thank you very much, Paul. Good team you got there. Adam in New Jersey at 855-212-4227. Adam, what's up, man? You're on Ion Fantasy Football. Hey, what's up, fellas? Uh, I need three out of this group here, full-point PPR. Um, I got Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, John Brown, Doug Baldwin, and I was considering Allison if Cobb is rolled out tomorrow. What do you guys think? I like the group a lot. I think Keenan Allen is a must. I think John Brown is a must. So it really comes down to Allison versus Mike Williams. And if Cobb is out tomorrow, then you might be able to talk me into it just so you're not overloaded on Chargers. Um, I think right now I have Williams ranked the highest, so that's probably the safe way to go. But it is tempting to go with Geronimo Allison. Let's go with Danny in Chicago. Danny, you're an eye on fantasy football. Gentlemen, hi. I, uh, I'm in a 10-team half-point half PPR, two-quarterback league. I need two of these five for a flex position. Uh, Josh Gordon, uh, Jordy Nelson, uh, Keelan Cole, Sammy Watkins, and Matt Breida. You got a great group. We don't even have Gordon ranked. We're not expecting him to play as of now. If he's active, certainly there's a lot of upside, but it's a difficult matchup for him. And I think Jordy Nelson, even though he had a huge game last week, it's tough to expect him to do that again. 
in Oakland. I do think the Raiders are going to continue to spread the ball around. I think in a PPR league, Keelan Cole makes a lot of sense as one of the flex guys. And I'll go with Matt Breida as the other one to continue to get some targets in that San Francisco offense. Numbers 855-212-4227. Seems like a lot of people have Matt Breida questions, Dave. So how, how much do you like him this week? I like him. I don't love him. I've got him as a number two fantasy running back. I think he does have the potential to get you 100 total yards and to find the end zone on a big play. All right. Yeah, looking at what the Chargers are allowing to – well, first of all, to wide receivers, the Chargers allow the second most fantasy points to wide receivers. That, unfortunately, is not going to help you in this game. But running backs are averaging 4.5 yards per carry against the Chargers, so that is good. They they dominated against Kareem Hunt and LaShawn McCoy, not so much against Todd Gurley. And that always happens. You know, they, they were pretty good against the run before Mr. Gurley came to town. And actually, Gurley, 23 carries, 105 yards and a touchdown, that's not that – that great uh, of a of game. It's, no, that, that's good. That's uh, very good. But for Gurley, I mean, it's it's what? Four yards per carry. It's nothing special. I mean, let's just take the fantasy points. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm Enjoy. just saying. It's not like Todd Gurley ran all over them. Right? No. Can we at least I say mean, that? I mean, it's not his typical 200 total yards and three touchdowns or anything. Yeah, it's only 156 total yards, though, because he had 51 <laughs> receiving. Yeah, you get 19 fantasy points, 25 in PPR from Todd Gurley. If I was playing against that, I'd be like, all right, that's fine. As long as he didn't get 40 against me. Mm. I expect so much from Todd Gurley. And by the way, a 10-team, half PPR, two-quarterback league. That's what our last caller had. That might be my favorite type of league. I, I guess I would prefer super flex instead of two quarterback, but I'm all about two quarterback leagues now. I well, might like it better if it's a 12 teamer. I don't like 12 team, two hard. quarterback. It's not, it's hard. It's too hard. It's, it's oh, unfair. There's no such thing. It's a challenge. It's unfair. Like well, I drafted draft your quarterbacks earlier. Then. I did. I drafted in our 12 team, two quarterback league. I drafted Roethlisberger, Eli Manning, Jameis Winston. Fairly early. Like, Roethlisberger was kind of early. Eli and Winston were probably, like, round six and seven. I don't know. That sucks. Winston's not even a quarterback right now. What am I supposed but to do But you're rolling that? with Roethlisberger who's getting you huge points. What am I going to do on the bye game. weeks? What am I going to do on the bye weeks? Well, maybe Jameis will be there. For you me. know what I'm going to do? Listen to this. Jameis has a bye on, in week four. In week five, I'm going to trade Eli Manning for Ryan Fitzpatrick. Hmm. Right? And then you've got the Bucks covered. Yeah. And in that two-quarterback format, especially if Fitzpatrick has a bad game in week four, maybe you make that trade. Or maybe someone makes that trade to give up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because right now you say, oh, Ryan Fitzpatrick for Eli Manning. Ryan Fitzpatrick has given you 400 yards and at least three touchdowns each of his games this season. No one's going to do that now. It's going to be such a great trade. I'm so excited to make it. I will tell everybody about it in like three weeks when it happens. Um, Dave, give me two busts at each position, please. Let's start with Andrew Luck, speaking of quarterbacks, who should have had a big game last week but didn't. I'm not necessarily worried about the arm strength as much as I am him just not having enough good receivers around him to put up big points. I think he's a low-ceiling quarterback. And Ryan Tannehill has been doing great. I'm just not convinced that this isn't going to be a Patriots shellacking. They lost their last few games. This is a get-right spot for them against a familiar division opponent. You almost have to throw out the stats here. Uh, running back, Karan Johnson, I'm not sure of the workload. I know it was nice last week. know that he had 100 yards, but he's still not guaranteed goal line work, still not guaranteed third down work. Karan Johnson makes me nervous. Ajayi makes me nervous with the back injury. He's probably going to split carries with Corey Clement. At wide receiver, Amari Cooper, like I said earlier, I think the 
Raiders are going to spread the ball around in their passing game now. Cooper blew it on a deep ball last week. He quit on the route. It led to an interception. I wonder if that changes how the coaching staff and maybe how the quarterback views him in Oakland. Doug Baldwin, first game back off the injury. Let's see how he looks before you lock him into fantasy lineups. Tight end, Benjamin Watson, George Kittle, two guys that I'm just not ready to start. Watson, if I need to. Both of them, if I need to. But I'm worried about the upside for both Watson and Kittle in week four. Yeah, Amari Cooper is such an interesting player because he has had a very tough schedule. At the Ram, home against the Rams, at Denver, and then at Miami. I don't think the Denver game was. I mean, obviously, his well, he did, were good and he did game. well in it. But sure. I, I think you look at that offense, and you got a quarterback who's throwing for 300 yards a game with that schedule. There might be something there. There might be. I don't really have much faith in them, but I think they've actually done pretty well. For a team that gets a lot of criticism and, you know, they've blown all their games and, you know, they're kind of a mess. Mm-hmm. Offensively, they, they're they are leaving points on the board. And I just wonder if Cooper, if good days are ahead for him. I'm hoping. I'm, I have a, a few leagues with Amari Cooper, and I'm hopeful, Dave. I, I feel, you know, it sucks. I started him in week one because you kind of have to start anybody you drafted early in week one. He was a dud. I sat him in week two at Denver, and he had a huge game. I started him in week three, and he got 17 yards. So it sounds like whenever you start him, yeah. he's bad. So, whenever you sit him. So could you do everybody a favor and just <laughs> sit Amari Cooper this week, and then we know? I can try. I can try. Let's get one more call in here before we uh, head to break. But don't worry. We're here until midnight Eastern. We'll take uh, dozens more phone calls throughout the night, so stick around. Let's go to Dave in Chicago, who's been waiting patiently. Dave, you're on Eye on Fantasy Football. Yeah, hi. Who, who would I start this week on, Matt Ryan or Phillip Rivers? I love them both. I love the matchup for both. I think both can be outstanding, but I think Phillip Rivers just has a bigger edge in his game. I would lean on him at home against the 49ers defense. No Richard Sherman, no Jaquiski Tart. It's going to be a bloodbath, and Rivers is going to benefit. And they already allow the fourth most fantasy points Two opposing quarterbacks, Rivers, ready for a big game. We're going to take a break here on Ion Fantasy Football. The number is 855-212-4227. More of your questions when we come back. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Ion Fantasy Football is back. The sad thing, Dave, is that like I know all these songs, but I don't know their names. Oh, this is Check Yourself. Check Yourself is that the name? Yeah. Okay. Now I don't. I believe. Yeah, this is the Ice Cube joint. Okay, I'll take your word for it. Eight five five two one two four two two seven is the phone number. We are back chilling with you on Saturday night. I on fantasy football, and we're live until midnight Eastern. Hope you're enjoying the show so far. We'll get to more of your phone calls. Dave, give me the game, the NFL game that you're most interested in this week from a fantasy standpoint. The game that I am most interested in from a fantasy standpoint is going to be the Bengals at the Falcons. I don't think there's going to be a lot of defense in this game. I think just about everybody that touches the football will have a chance to have a good game. That's the, that's the one that I think fantasy owners will enjoy the most. I know you have a different opinion. Well, I actually kind of meant something different. I didn't phrase it right. Well, you're talking about my bonanza. Mm. I sort of forgot about. No, it's Cincinnati Atlanta. That was my bonanza. Oh, well, yeah. I, so I'm excited go. about it. Um, I'm talking about a game that you think maybe we get the the most fantasy intrigue out of. Let me tell you where I'm going with it. I don't think there's a lot of points in this game, but I'm really interested to see Philadelphia at Tennessee. 
what is Carson Wentz going to look like? Is he still shaking off the rest? Do, Russ, does he have Alshon Jeffrey? Are we going to have to wait until the second half of the season for Carson Wentz to be a stud? Because the schedule is pretty tough. Um, and what does Jay Ajayi look like? What do the Tennessee running backs look like? Are we going to be done with Derrick Henry after what's probably going to be another bad game? I think it's a really interesting game with a lot of potential fantasy impact. I agree with you. Um, let's start with Wentz. Last week he completed over 65% of his passes, which I thought was pretty good, just not a great yards per attempt average. Uh, just fell under seven, and he only had the one touchdown, and he was sacked five times. So I think the the rust that gets knocked off is that he gets rid of the ball faster. He was sacked five times by the Colts. Wow. Can you even name a great Colts pass rusher? It's insane to me that that's what went down. I think he, he, he's got a tougher matchup in terms of pass rush this week, but the secondary for Tennessee has been sliced up like cheese, baby, and I could see Carson Wentz actually surprising people with a nice game. I like him in daily fantasy. I like stacking him with, with Zach Ertz. I don't think a lot of people are going to be on him, and I think in this game he is going to have to throw. And if Alshon Jeffrey plays, that's only going to help Carson Wentz. It's not going to hurt him. Now on the other side of the ball for Tennessee, Derrick Henry's been getting the workload Minimum exactly 18 carries, actually, each of the last couple of weeks, and he's done next to nothing with it. His rushing average is three yards per carry. That is uh, that is very Buck Allen-esque, I have to say. And Deion Lewis is not doing much better, about three yards per carry over his last two games with four catches. And it's not like he's got four catches on ten targets. He's got four catches on four targets. Why aren't they using Deion Lewis more as a pass catcher out of the backfield? And why can't they grind into the red zone and let Derrick Henry go from there? There are a lot of issues going on with the offensive line in Tennessee and the quarterback in Tennessee. And until those two things get rectified i think we could continue to see trouble from the titans run game yeah can't be very optimistic about them this week uh, this is the best run defense in football arguably and uh, gonna be a tough challenge for them and i cannot believe they're two and one so let's see what they've got uh, in store for us uh geico as uh, is bringing us our toll-free line 855-212-4227 hey everyone here's a quick way you could save money switch to geico do you need homeowners renters or motorcycle insurance too get it all at Geico.com. Frankie in Chicago. Frankie, you're on Ion Fantasy Football. Yeah, hi. I'm in a 14-man standard league. Uh, I need to find one running back. I have Jamal Williams, uh, Heinem Hines, uh, Wendell Smallwood, and uh, who's my other guy? I forget who. Just those three, I guess. And Alfred Morris. I'm sorry. Believe it or not, I think you're going to go with Alfred Morris. The only way that changes is if Jay Ajayi is inactive, in which case I would go with Wendell Smallwood. But Jamal Williams is probably the one that you drafted the highest out of that group. Might have been the only one you drafted uh, coming into the year. And he disappointed in week one. We knew he was going to have a tough matchup in week two. Didn't get much work in week three. Aaron Jones looks like the guy who will be the best running back for Green Bay. But we might not even see it this week because Ty Montgomery could end up taking Randall Cobb's spot in the slot, and he might get more catches than Jones or Williams gets in terms of carries. It's a mess right now in that Packers backfield. I wish I could tell you Williams, but I can't. If Aaron Jones is available in your league, try to stash him. He's 81% owned in CBS leagues. Try to stash him. You don't have to start him, but you never know. He just might be a better player than Jamal Williams. Um, we got 855-212-4227, and we got Eric in Detroit. Eric, what's up? You're an eye on fantasy football. What's up, guys? I Eric. Have, uh, 10 teams, <laughs> one PPR, um, two flex. I have need to start two. So Cobb, Antonio Callaway, 
Royce Freeman, Deion Lewis, or Chris Hogan. And mind you, I already went up against Diggs and Thielen. So you're you're probably gonna lose. <laughs> Look, I hate to say it, I'm in the exact same situation as you are. I don't think Cobb's gonna play. Um, I'm nervous to go with Hogan. I think you need upside. It comes. It's it's as simple as that. And Antonio Callaway offers you that. And we just got done yeah. talking about that Titans run game. How can you feel good about going with Deion Lewis? I think Royce Freeman is your other answer, and he's not going to catch the ball very much, but he might find the end zone, and that might be good enough to make him better than Lewis. We got Dave in Chicago. Is this you, Dave, or different Dave? This is this would actually be our third Dave in Chicago on the show tonight. How about that? Keeping track. Or the same guy just keeps going. Maybe. That could be. Dave in Chicago, welcome to Ion Fantasy Football. No, it's a different Dave. New Dave. <laughs> What's up, Dave? No, I'm doing pretty good after Thursday. I had Goff, Cook, Thielen, and Gurley on Thursday. Oh, uh, bragging. Brag. bragging. Hey, look at me. Look at the ego on this day. No, I've got the best <laughs> name, and I live in the best city <laughs> in the world, and my fantasy team is the best. Sure, Dave, what advice could we not, possibly give not, you? I mean, that's not to mention I'm in a two-quarterback league, and I have cousins on the bench. So. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I bench cousins, too. Yeah, so me it goes. Too. What's up, Dave? What can we well, help you with? Like, you probably don't need much help, but what, what can we try to help you with? Well, I'm in a PPR league, and I just need to decide between Carlos Hyde or LaShawn McCoy. Oh, I'm going Hyde all the way. Love the matchup against Oakland. Love the workload that he's been getting, and I don't see that fading anytime soon. Not that LaShawn McCoy is going to necessarily get a big workload or a low workload, and I like his matchup against the Packers. I think he's actually a sneaky number two running back this week. But I wouldn't trust him over Carlos Hyde, not even in a PPR league. Not yet. In time, assuming he stays on the field for Buffalo, then, yeah, that might happen, but not yet. Shane in Maryland. Shane, you're on Ion Fantasy Football. Yeah, how's it going? So I need a help on flex. I have Eric Ebron starting right now, but I also have Royce Freeman, Chris Hogan, Randall Cobb, Ty Montgomery, Christian Kirk, Chris Ivory, Cooper on the bench. It's interesting how Cooper was the last name that you said, Shane. Yeah, I got him in a trade um, this week. Yeah, so somebody was sick of looking at Amari Cooper. This is Amari Cooper? <coughs> yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah so it, it, someone was sick of seeing him on the team, and, and now they, they put him on your squad. Uh, if it's PPR, I think it's a no-brainer that it's going to be Cooper. And even yeah, if it's yeah. non-PPR, his upside is better than just about everybody's upside that you have on your team. I think it's Cooper. I'm kind of glad you traded for him. He's better than everybody else you have right now. Numbers 855-212-4227. We go to Virginia. Steve has a flex question. Steve, what's up? Hey, I'm in a 14-team half-point PPR. So in my flex, I'm trying to think, should I go Christian Kirk, Ryan Grant, or Rashad Higgins? One of three. Wouldn't be a good show without hearing from you, Steve. I, I think that Kirk is the most interesting one of the three. Higgins is not interesting at all. Um, Grant's not so bad either. He's got a good matchup. It's a toss-up between the two. I, I think I'd lean a little bit toward Kirk. I think having Josh Rosen in at quarterback might make Arizona's passing game a little bit more aggressive. So I would lean that way versus Grant, who seems to be more of a touchdown or bust type of wide receiver. Kirk uh, is... Barely owned, 21% owned in CBS leagues. He had seven catches for 90 yards on eight targets against the Bears. Faces the Seahawks this week and at San Francisco next week. So if he has a big game in week four, you're going to wish you had him before everybody wants Christian Kirk on the waiver wire. Now, I'm not so sure I'm going out to pick him up. 
But, uh, yeah, San Francisco's a great matchup for wide receivers. So uh, we've got more of your calls coming up in our last segment, 855-212-4227, 855-212-4CBS. That's the number. I on Fantasy Football is back. Uh-huh. Welcome back. One final time. Live till midnight Eastern. This is Ion Fantasy Football. I am Adam Azer with Dave Richard. Dave. Yo. Let's finish strong. Let's do it. Name your number. How many phone calls this segment? 116. Well, uh, how about 109? As many fantasy points as you are trailing in the you fantasy. You like but rubbing that in. 112. Adam. You know, it's not your fault. Of course what it's not my fault, but I can tell you this. One twelve to three. What goes around comes <laughs> around, and you keep them on making these little jokes about me. Someday <laughs> your butt's going to be getting kicked. One twelve to three in your fantasy league after a crazy Thursday night game. Could happen. You never know. Hope it doesn't. All right, the number is 855-212-4227. We want to get to as many as we can in the next 15 minutes or so. So we're going to ask you to be brief. Just give us your question, and Dave will give you an answer. We will move on. Start in the great city of Manhattan with Dominic. Dominic, you're an eye on fantasy football. How you doing, boys? Uh, quick question. Flex, PPR. I need Calvin Ridley or Jordy Nelson to be my answer. Do you like going with... Older running wide receivers or younger, flashier wide receivers with great matchups? <laughs> I'm going to go with youth, and I'm going to go with upside. I just don't see Jordy having another big game. All right, so we're going Calvin Ridley. Pat in Ohio. Oh, Pat in Ohio. You don't have to go rapid fire. Exemption, <laughs> exemption for Pat. Go, Pat. Go. What is up, fellas? I don't want to be this any sea geek off the street. I listen to FFT <laughs> to earn my keep, where fantasy is life and life is fantasy. Now, I searched the waivers with only a six-stringer on my back. 14-team league, I'm playing for keeps. I might not get my total trophy back. I'm a Cowboys fan. Along for the ride, I want it. Want it to know. Dak or Eli. Dak or Eli. Adam, how do we wish? What do we wish for here? Go just two lost quarterback souls scrambling around for a Super Bowl year after year. Before I take your hypothesis, the twist is this. 50 passing yards per point. Brace yourselves. Bye weeks are coming. Thanks, honey. Have a lovely evening. <laughs> I, I, I got two bands there, Dave. I did, I don't know what, if there was a third or not. I, I got two for sure. Bon Jovi, Pink Floyd. Oh, there's three then. You you forgot the part where you mentioned Nate Dogg and Warren G. Oh, okay. I'm where sorry fantasy about that. is life and life is fantasy. Oh, okay. So okay. there were three. Pat's awesome. Yes, Radio Pat's the Radio gold. And you're starting Eli Manning against that dreadful Saints secondary. I got to be honest with Pat. I did not even hear his fantasy question. I'm glad you did. But that was uh, wonderful stuff. Uh, Frankie in Chicago. Frankie, Go. Yeah, uh, just quick question. I got Calvin Ridley or Tariq Cohen. I figured Cohen might be a grab because Anthony Miller's out. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I don't think the Bears are prepared to use him in that role. I think Taylor Gabriel might actually step up, and I think Trey Burton actually gets more targets than normal, so I'm rolling with Ridley. Yeah, Ridley it is. 855-212-4227. Josh in Dallas. Josh, you're an eye on fantasy football. Hey, fellas. Sorry I don't have a sweet rap to deal with my question. but That's all right, man. We're happy you called um, anyway. I need to sit one in a PPR league. I got Jimmy Graham, Eric Ebron, Inunua, and Callaway. Unless you want the upside, I think Callaway is the safest one to sit since his floor is two catches, 20 yards. Could even be worse than that. But let's say you're down a little bit. You need to start a player with some high upside like that. Graham might be the one to actually bench. And I hate telling you to do that, too, because no Randall Cobb, it should mean a little bit more work for Jimmy Graham. It really just depends on what you're in need of from your lineup after the Thursday game. 
855-212-4227. I got to say, Dave, I'm happy that our owners have picked up Callaway. You know, I'm not going to start him this week, but there's a lot of upside there. He's a really talented player. And he's a little raw, though. He is, he is, but but he's talented. And uh, I, I like that a lot of people own him on this show. And I like, that his, him. I like that his quarterback can actually connect on deep passes, whereas his yeah, previous quarterback just did not have it this year. Oh, back to Chicago. Goose. What's up, Goose? Oh, there's only one Goose. Goose, what's going on? What's going on, guys? I've given my opponent an 80-point uh, head start. So uh, I got a fun uh, team here for you guys to set my lineup here, guys. I've got Deshaun Watson, Phillip Rivers. I need... Obviously, you guys some help here to help me set that. But I got James White, uh, Tevin Coleman, David Johnson, Tyreek, I'm sorry, uh, T.Y. Hilton, and um, Will Fuller. Give me uh, three out of those guys' uh, positions and then my quarterback. Have fun. Yeah, Goose, (laughs) it's got to be Rivers over Deshaun Watson. I hate to tell you that, but Rivers still has plenty of upside. T.Y. and Fuller have to be in your lineup because you need that upside after getting Yeah, but, oh, but how are you going to bench off. Tevin Coleman or David Johnson? You're, you're, you're benching David Johnson. Wow. Okay. Crazy. Tevin Coleman's matchup is better against that Cincinnati defense. Yeah, Tevin Coleman is, is an automatic double-digit fantasy points in non-PPR without, yes. uh, without uh, Freeman there, and he's going to catch a few passes too. Uh, Jay in Houston. Jay, you're on Eye on Fantasy Football. Hey, guys, quick question. Uh, quarterback, Aaron Rodgers, Ryan Fitzpatrick, or Matt Ryan? It's Ryan, believe it or not. Again, high-scoring game expected between the Bengals and the Falcons. And now that Matt Ryan has a couple of extra outlets, with Calvin Ridley being the primary one, so much harder on defenses to try and contain him. He should have another outstanding game. I think that was the first time we've heard Ryan Fitzpatrick's name. How do you feel about Fitzpatrick this week? I like him. I think the Bears' pass rush is legit. I think, obviously, they're legit. They have Khalil Mack, for crying out loud. And we have seen Ryan Fitzpatrick struggle when the pass rush is on him. But that secondary has allowed 10 20-plus yard plays this season. Four to Arizona last week. Arizona had (laughs) 20-yard pass plays four times in that game. That's crazy. Chicago secondary also has some injuries that they're dealing with. I think Fitzpatrick has another big game. 855-212-4227. Tyler in Green Bay. Tyler, you're on Eye on Fantasy Football. Hey, guys. I have a question. PPR League, I got to sit one of these wide receivers. Jarvis Landry, uh, Sanders, or uh, Kenny Galladay? I love them all, but Galladay is the one who goes. I just think the other two have far more upside, and certainly in a PPR, that definitely helps Landry. 855-212-4227. We go to Jack in Boston. Jack, go. What's up, guys? Great show. Uh, your fantasy regulators bit is the best thing going. Mount <laughs> <laughs> up. Mount up. Thanks, Jack. Um, Boyd, Tyler Boyd or Amari Cooper this week, PPR and rest of season, please. Thank you. It's so much tougher to answer for rest of season. For now, I'm riding the hot hand with Boyd. I, just like Calvin Ridley in Atlanta, Boyd is that number two wide receiver in Cincinnati. He's made plays on plays designed for him and on um, – place where he just he breaks free Dalton has to break out of the pocket he's looking downfield he keeps his eyes downfield and Tyler Boyd is there to make big catches that could certainly happen against Atlanta and they're banged up secondary if I if I had to cut Cooper to get Boyd on my roster rest of season I, I would do it just to have Boyd this week <laughs> no Mike I know no, you cannot cut Cooper look if you look, if it I'm, means you, you... If, if Cooper is the worst player on my bench 
So I drafted. I'm I think Jack it's an overreaction. Boston, and I, I don't listen. I want Tyler Boyd in my lineup instead of Cooper on my bench. He asked the rest of season. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying this. I just want everybody to consider this. If you want to believe in Tyler Boyd, you know, you should for now. But you have to believe that Tyler Boyd is going to be the best number two wide receiver in the Andy Dalton era with the possible exception of Marvin Jones the year he had, I think, 10 touchdowns uh, for the Bengals. But he did not. I don't even know if he had 800 yards. So he just, in the past, Dalton has not thrown enough, has not thrown well enough to get a second wide receiver fantasy relevant. It could happen, but that would require him to have probably his best season ever, Andy Dalton, probably his most pass attempts ever. He's on pace for both, by the way. And it would really re- uh, require Tyler Eifert to not score touchdowns at all, which so far hasn't happened, but he did have his best game in week three. You know, we just get we get two-game flashes all the time in fantasy football. It might be that you have to own Tyler Boyd just in case it isn't. But to sit here and say right now, I could be wrong about this, but to sit here and say right now that I'd rather have Tyler Boyd than Amari Cooper, I just can't go there. What about 19-game flashes where most of them are duds? Because that's what we've gotten from Amari Cooper. Last right, but his first two years were pretty season. good. They were, but something's not right there. Uh, I, I mean, I look at the schedule. I I want to see easier matchups. I'm not sure this one is because they got some good cornerbacks on Cleveland. They certainly do. All right, 855-212-4227. Oh, Dave, get your kicker rankings up. We got a kicker question. We got to go fast now. Brian in Florida. Brian, go. Adam, Dave, what's up? The CBS Fantasy Football Today podcast has me so prepared. The only question I need from you is a <laughs> kicker question. <laughs> couple right. guys here uh rosas prater mcmanus suck up parky or sturgis thanks guys love the podcast uh, mcmanus is my favorite of the group kicking at home against kansas city should get a lot of field goal opportunities in the thin air of denver cody parky right behind him that bears offense might stall out a little bit in the red zone against the bucks 855-212-4227 john in toronto john go Hey, how's it going? I was just wondering, um, Amari Cooper for Devin Funches, what's your thought? I would be getting Devin Funches and trading away Look, Amari Cooper. Look, if I'm telling that. people that Tyler Boyd is the one to go with, then I, I got to say the same thing about Devin Funches. And Adam is probably going to be No, angry. I agree. I agree. Oh, this one you agree on. Okay. Yeah, Funches really good without Kevin Benjamin and Greg Olson last year. Really good. I, Olson will be back, but Funches is still going to be the primary guy there. And there is some risk with Mari Cooper. I'm not throwing all that out. I agree. I'm going to give that trade a B minus, Dave. Cool. You cool with that? I don't. You don't do grades. Yeah. <laughs> Dylan in Kentucky. Dylan, I hope you don't have a trade to grade. Uh, Dylan, what's up? All right, guys. So this is non-TPR. This is my home league. This. It's really uh, it's kind of a big one. But I drafted Le'Veon Bell number two overall. My, my roster is pretty solid, so I'm looking to trade him to try and cover some bye weeks. And a guy is offering me Carlos Hyde. I was wondering if I should try and ask for Galladay or Michelle, Sony Michelle with that too. What would you guys think? So go ahead and ask for one of those guys along with Hyde. And when he tells you no, say, all right, fine, I'll take Hyde anyway. Here's the deal with Le'Veon Bell. This is just for everybody to understand. No guarantee he's coming back anytime soon. There is a guarantee he will sign his tender just so he doesn't become um, a, a tender free agent like he was this year again at the same price tag. He makes more money if he signs his tender and comes back in the last six games. I don't know what his workload will be. I'm not sure the Steelers are going to say, oh, we're glad to have you back. Here, here's some here's some Gatorade. Here's your, your spot on the bench, and you're going to get 20-plus touches every single week, Le'Veon. We missed you. They might say, hey, we're doing just fine without you. James Conner's doing pretty well. You're going to be a backup. 
I like the idea of getting Carlos Hyde plus for Le'Veon Bell. 855-212-4227. One question, one answer. Rapid, rapid, rapid. Dustin in Texas. We only got about two minutes left. Dustin, go. Hey, guys. Uh, this is uh, Half Point PPR. I need two of these guys. Crabtree, uh, Tyler Boyd, Mike Williams, uh, Chris Godwin, Geronimo Allison. I'm going Godwin and Boyd. Flavors of the month, but I think they're really good. Gene in Philadelphia. Gene, go. Yeah, I was going to say, um, I need a flex player. Uh, Doug Baldwin, Sonny Michelle, Randall Cobb, or uh, I think it's Sony it. Michelle. Sony Michelle. I'm not ready to go with Doug Baldwin. Sony Michelle, 855 212 4227. Jeff in Massachusetts. Jeff, go. Uh, wide receiver two, half point uh, PPR. So I need a, so it's Geronimo Allison. Jakeem Grant, Kenny Stills, Marvin Jones, or Chris Hogan? I'm going to go with Stills over Allison and, and uh, Hogan. 855-212-4227. Dave is in Boston. Dave, go. Hey, what's going on? Uh, one point PPR flex play. I got Galladay, Ridley, or Sony Michelle. Going with Kenny Galladay against the Cowboys. Uh, we finally got a PPR mention. Zach in Buffalo. Zach, go. Uh, hey, guys, uh, Russ Wilson or Deshaun Watson? Watson. Watson it is. Brad in Tennessee. Brad, go. Yeah, Fugs position, standard league. John Brown, Tyler Lockett, Javarius Allen. Javarius Allen's been getting the touchdowns. John Brown, now. right, Dave? It's, yeah, I know Buck Allen's been getting the touchdowns, but John Brown has gotten some too. I'd stick with him. Bobby in Boston. Love the alliteration. Bobby, go. Hey, I got caution. And Demarius Thomas and Cole from Jacksonville as my flex. Which one would you put in? If it's PPR, it's an easy answer. It's Demarius Thomas. All right. It is I'm, I'm going to go Demarius uh, Thomas. Demarius Thomas. There we go. Last phone call. Chris in Chicago. Chris, go. Sony Michelle or Alex Collins. Tenzin Standard. Thanks, guys. Going to go Collins over Sony, Chris. Good luck. Dave, you must love all the Chicago today, huh? Chicago loves fantasy football. They love having a good time. I'm one of those people. I am excited. You know what they don't love, though? They don't love good pizza. Oh, stop. And we're going to leave it at that. No, we're not. That is it for Ion Fantasy Football here on CBS Sports Radio. They don't love their baseball team <laughs> struggling. That's what they don't love right now. The Saturday Night Huge show is coming up next. That should be a fun one on CBS Sports Radio. Now, if you liked what you heard, please check out our Fantasy Football Today podcast. If you need more fantasy advice, the Fantasy Football Today video show is live on CBS Sports HQ tomorrow morning at 10, 10 a.m. Eastern. And it's simulcast right here on CBS Sports Radio from 11 a.m. Eastern until noon Eastern. I want to thank Dave Richard. Thanks a lot to Ryan and Chris behind the glass. And of course, thanks so much to all of you every week for listening and calling. We'll be back same time next week. I am Adam Azer. Good night, everyone, and good luck in week four.